what are you talking about? I love being hangry. It's like my favorite <laughs> thing in the world. If I could do, if I could do one thing all day, every day, it's be hangry. I love it. Sure, love it. sure it is. Uh, right? Oh, I, I do have two books to show off. From cool. The... Okay. Let's go for it. You can show them off. Oh, show them off now. All right. Well, uh, let's do the intro first. (laughs) Oh, okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Toddcast. I am John, your host who has been on literally every single episode of this thing, even when it was audio. Um, Me and friends. It's great. Uh, Yeah, Justin, as always. So, yes, at least for now, as always, we'll see. Well, who knows what 24 will bring? Ha ha. Well, it's my second year, so, so I'm right. cool. No, it'll be good. Yeah. It'll be good. So it's fine. I have are no you, plans on you, replacing him you, yet. I was gonna say, are you predicting bad things on today of all days for me? Come on, man. That's not cool. Oh no. Oh yeah, that's right. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> so what a way to what a way to end it. Right. Sorry. It's been a long day. Um yeah, it's just been a long, long day. Um, so lots of stuff for this last episode of the year. Um, because we're just talking about it because next week's Thanksgiving and then the rest of it is December, and we just are like, no, nah, not gonna happen. It's gonna uh, be too busy. So I was gonna say maybe one in December if we can manage it. But, <laughs> it know. might be like the week between Christmas and New Year's, maybe. 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 <laughs> Maybe we'll do like a random year in review episode then, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's when I'll work in the next time Todd comes on, just to be like, tell stories. So anyway, um, <laughs> which by the way, I have a funny story for you later. Um, oh. But uh, okay, so this, this weekend is uh, the Lorcana drop. So uh, just so you guys know, the only store that will have it on launch date it, this Friday is our waterfront store. Everybody else won't get their stuff till Monday or Tuesday. Just so you know, don't call, don't question, don't come in, don't whatever. Well, you can come in. Just don't ask. Please, please be pleasant is my, and my go-to and patient. Just yes. Pleasant and patient. patient. Um, Next week, there's a lot of stuff going on next week. So... Uh, next Wednesday is local comic shop day, which means we'll have local comic shop variants. You can see a little smattering of them at our website in the scroller thing. If you look at local comic shop day, uh, also we'll have our friends at Comicsburg, um, at our waterfront store. Uh, so I believe it's going to be Marvin Grant DP and maybe even Manny, um, they're going to be there from 12 to 5. And then from 5 to 8, we're going to have Pat Olaf. Uh, he's going to be there signing Secret Wars Battle Worlds. Number one, we have a whole bunch of extra copies, a whole bunch of extra of his cover copies. Uh, you will see me there, too. You can give me high fives all day. High fives are free, always. Um, and then Thanksgiving. And then Black Friday. So Black Friday. Spend 50 bucks or more pre-tax, 20% off your whole purchase. Excludes different things per store. Definitely excludes all TCGs, so sealed sealed card games, basically. So 
Magic, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Lorcana, uh, Flesh and Blood, One Piece, One Piece, Force of Will, whatever we have uh, around. It's Anything they're going to be excluded. Also excluded dollar books. Why? Because dollar books are going to be half off from Black Friday till the end of business on on uh, twelve thirty one New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Day. They go back to dollar a piece. So get them in there. You got like six weeks of really good digging to do. Yeah. Um. Yep. And please don't try to hide stuff. We're just gonna we're gonna rake it on Wednesday night to make sure everything's mixed and tight and like you know cleaned up a yeah. little bit so Especially every year in the mills uh guys i get there early in the morning so yeah. if i find piles upon piles <laughs> i'm gonna take pictures of them and post them on facebook and i'll be like i'll be that dude on tiktok it is hey uh pittsburgh mills who did this and i'll be like i'll find out who you are and i'm gonna lose my crap no, i Every year, every year we we take <laughs> like we're not stupid. We watch people shop and then we wait till they're mm-hmm. done and then we find their stack and then we split it apart among all the books because that's that's bullshit. Dude, it's a dollar. Fuck buy yeah. the book. Like if you really want it for fifty cents, come out and spend the whole day digging for fifty cents. 50 cents don't yes. don't do that. Yeah. Yes. Um and then uh Saturday, uh we have Sean Gabarin. Uh, celebrating his first book on Scout Comics called um, This Little Piggy. And it will have extra copies of that at the mills from 12 to 3. So come out for that. It's going to be cool. After that, we really don't have anything going on the rest of the year except just crazy say like crazy everyday stuff, Christmas shopping, yes. blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. So come on out and hang out. Yeah, the mills has the most dollar books outside of Elwood. Uh, then probably Ohio, then probably Butler. Uh, Cranberry is at the bottom of the pole. Um, waterfront, <laughs> uh, they probably are like second bottom, but whatever. Um, because theirs are hard to reach because you have to go on the floor and dig through them. So we did do rotation stocks, just so you guys know. All of the the like three dollars silver, the five dollars sets, uh, the hot modern, all that stuff got rotated this week. Um. The week after Thanksgiving, the case and wall books will be rotating. So if you want something in one of the stores now, either buy it or put it on hold because those are yes. your two options. Um, yeah, what is uh, the Mills specialty right now is X-Men. Tons and tons of early X-Men. Yep. For those who are looking yep. for like there is what we still have the first appearance of Sauron. We still have a lot of early appear key appearances. I think I of... sold the Sauron. Uh, did you? I think okay. I did on uh, Tuesday, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Don't hold I... me to that. It's been a crazy week. I may or may not have done that. I know I, I showed it to someone at least, and the dude bought yeah. a bunch of books. Okay. So, right. anyway. I then, you know, forget that <laughs> part. But there are tons of early X-Men, you know, before, you know, giant x-men number ones for those who are always looking for that we got some of those so um yeah that's about it uh we're also going to watch the formation of my facial hair go from what i had before to now which is lovingly being called the lemmy look um yes 
a lot i've gotten a lot of people that are like nice lemmy <laughs> yeah hey, it's uh, better than the uh them calling it the fu man chew which is not- well it's not though because it i have like side right? yes yeah yeah but the, the f- also you can't call it fu man chew anymore due to right the- but also it's not even close it's not even well you got this you yeah but that's not a fu manchu a fu manchu doesn't have anything in the middle it's literally these parts out here and they're just really really long I thought, but it's only I it these little bit slow it down no nah, like, i don't think it's maybe my definition across. is anyway. different than your definition but whatever okay. we're gonna stop talking about <laughs> racist mustaches it's gonna be great <laughs> we God hear enough it, about Justin. certain other things in mustache land we don't want right? to talk about <laughs> My it will go down to a just mustache soon though. Although I kind of want to take a bunch of pictures of me playing my guitars in like a bunch of different you you need like, the long different hair, facial hair. You, you need yeah, like, but like when this thing starts whipping around, yeah. when this stuff starts whipping around, it's pretty good. Although I think I might get my hair cut tomorrow. Anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, lots of cool stuff going on. Lots of things, stuff and things. There you so, go. Um. So, some things that we're going to talk about after we talk about comics. Uh, the Madam Web trailer. We're going to talk about the end of Loki, season two. Well, the end of Loki at all. Um, yes. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Marvels. So, nothing super spoil. Fuck it. We're going to spoil it. It's the last show of the year. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> and it's, according to the internet, it's garbage anyway. So... You know, yeah, let's just go forward the, here. The best thing I saw was this. There was a thing where it was like people who saw the movie all really liked it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so not not everybody. There are still the the usual gatekeeping yeah. crap, but that's yeah, I, yeah. Again, yeah, you have that everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but before we talk about current stuff this week, I want to show off what I got in the bills last week. Just because I was going through collections, uh, I found okay. a Mortal Kombat number zero. That's like, interesting. Yes. Because I believe this is the first Mortal Kombat in comics, period. Unless you count like that. I don't know if the half came before the zero or not. I'm not sure. Because it was one of those weird half in a wizard magazine or some crap like that. That I'm is not weird. Sure. But it's still it's still a nice little book to have because I am a Mortal Kombat nut. And then I also found the Spectre number one Silver Age. I think this is his first uh solo series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate that Claire. God damn it. That's one thing for Christmas I may have to ask is like one of those glare reducing things on the internet here so my cam doesn't pick it up either that or get a new cam but yeah yeah that's a thing that out. yeah but uh, thanks for the guys at Mills for letting me buy those <laughs> but cool all right hold on i got one more thing to do i'm trying to set it up while you were talking mm-hmm. and i didn't quite get to there yet okay <clears throat> Let me hide the sidebar. I guess it's going to be one or the other. I guess. All right. Um, just so you guys know, we started announcing people for the show. 
And I yes. wanted to go over this too real quick. So uh, some here's who we've announced so far. And we're going to do this in like groups of people. So you guys know, just, you know. So the first guy is Pat Olaf, um, obviously Spider-Girl. He's doing that uh, barbed wire. He did the barbed wire that's sitting behind him there in the picture. Um, you know, he did. He's doing the, the Secret Wars. It's coming up. It's going to be great. Ron Friends, who uh, did Amazing 252. who worked on Superman, Spider-Man, um, G.I. Joe, Fantastic Four. Um, I'm missing another big one. Thor. So, I was gonna say, how do you forget about Thor? Yeah, Ron, <laughs> Ron's worked on a lot of stuff. So yes, um, he he uh, is our Pittsburgh legend. That's <laughs> true. What? Yeah, Tom Scioli, uh, who's done Fantastic Four Grand Design. He did Eight Opus. Um, he did I Am Stan Lee. Did the Jack Kirby book. Uh, he did Godland. He did Transformers, GI Joe. He's a great time. Um, he'll be there all day Saturday, uh, but he's going to be there a little late Sunday, and he's going to leave a little early Sunday, just so you guys know. So if you want to catch him, Saturday's the better day to catch him. Uh, Dave Wachter, which is the – this is the correct spelling version because um, I fucked that up the other day. Uh, sorry, Dave. Um, <laughs> but Dave has done Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's done Iron Fist, uh, Heart of the Dragon with Larry Hama. He did. He's doing the the current Punisher book with Dave Pepos that I reviewed last week. Um, he did Godzilla, Planet of the Apes, um, a couple other things. But dude's done a lot of cool work. Uh, he got to kill a Ninja Turtle. He got to create a, a female Ninja Turtle. It was a good time. Um, Mark Morales, who has never been to Pittsburgh ever, ever. He's an anchor. He's a good dude. Um, he's worked on Nubia. He's worked on Spider-Man, Deadpool, uh, Star Wars: High Republic, um, Batman, a couple other things. You know, some some possibly notable things. Um, yes. but Mark's a great guy. His work's fantastic. Uh, make sure you guys stop and see him. And then our first cosplay guest announcement is Nikki Lee cosplay. Uh, which. This announcement actually got the most traction that we've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's awesome. Like, we're really excited. This is Nikki's first time being a, a guest cosplay guest at a show. Um, mm-hmm. and we're very excited to have her. Uh, she's great. She, if for those of you who were at um, the Mills on Batman Day, she was out there as Harley Quinn. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a good time, it's very good. Very fun. Uh, and you can get all your tickets at uh, threeriverscomiccon.com slash tickets, or you can go to the, the ticket. Uh, you can just click tickets on the, the website. Um, and it, Or you can come into your local New Dimension Comics and buy them. And if you buy them in our stores, we will eat the fees. Just so you know. There you go. Mm-hmm. So save your $1.50 whatever fee. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that for you. But uh yeah. But you got to do it. So they make a great gift for the holiday. We wanted to make sure they were out in time for that. So come on out and do yep. that. So, all right. Now let's talk comic books because, you know, we're a comic podcast, I think. Yes. So. We'd like to think so. All right. Green Lantern 5 is my first book. Um, this has been so good. 
Um, so this starts out where Sinestro is, he's got like a, a group of guys and they have a bunch of drones and they're flying around the, the world and they're blowing shit up. And which is weird. Cause like one of the guys is like King shark. It's like King shark, a squid and some other dude that I don't know. Um, so Green Lantern and Carol are trying to, to get all the, the drones destroyed. And at one point he like, how flies way up because two drones are going to like two different places and he does this awesome thing where he basically like puts his trust in the in the ring and he sends two different constructs to two different places and barely catches it but he blows them both up and um you know you know sinestro is sad and crazed and mad um and at the end like he finds him and his ring instead of putting a bunch of fear into people and charging his yellow ring, his ring turns red and he is filled with rage. So we're expecting a red lantern Sinestro uh, next time, uh, which I think will be the third, fourth, fourth color. He fifth color. He is, he has uh, sported as a single color lantern. Um, he was a green lantern, a yellow lantern, an indigo lantern, the white lantern. And now he will be a red lantern. So it'll be pretty interesting. I'm very excited for it. Uh, the backup story, the Wayward Son story, um, continues to be kind of cool with the kid who's obsessed with with Sinestro and thinks he's his dad and he wants to be the next Sinestro. Um, I really in, enjoy this little backer uh, just to watch this little kid have like all this rage and like just be a total douche. Um, <laughs> it was just really, really fun and, and exciting. So uh make sure you check that part out too so i give this book uh ooh, let's do oh this book gets um steak no egg but it's like rare steak it gets a rare steak and it's for red because it's red. right because you're so mad <laughs> that you got to kill somebody uh, and a toasted English muffin with strawberry jelly. Oh my! And water. And water. <laughs> <laughs> Got to cool down the red. That's how. That's how frustrated that Sinestro is. Um, <laughs> you know, and if you guys don't know who Sinestro is, he is like the Green Lantern villain. Like he is the biggest Green Lantern villain ever exist. Uh, he was his partner when he first started. Um, he, he then broke off, created the Yellow Lantern Corps, the Sinestro Corps, um, and has been one of the greatest villains of uh, all DC history. Uh, I own his first appearance, and um, yeah, he's 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 the man. Like he was in the movie. <laughs> I wish he would have been the focus of the movie instead of Hector Hammond, but whatever. Um, but he was still pretty good. So I was gonna say, I thought that it was portrayed very well in that. Actually, yeah, yeah. He was with the best part uh, of that movie. All right. Uh, this is the final book in the series of the Arcade Kings. Uh, although, spoiler, they do uh, have a thing at the end where there could be a second volume of this. Uh, we left off where uh, the two brothers finally reunite. Uh, the younger one didn't want anything to do with the older one because issues uh, so the older one goes back to dad 
who steals all his power. Uh, so we pick up from that. Uh, he's dad's all jacked up now with these juice. And of course, I think it's like this kind of mutation thing. They don't really define it in the book of why they they're so strong and stuff or where they get their powers. Uh, it's just not defined. Um, but uh, he's all the dad, of course, is now all like, I'm not on a, a ventilator anymore and I'm all badass and big again. So he's announcing like his return to fighting. Um, the youngest has come back uh, and wants to beg for his older brother's life. Um, and of course, the dad is kind of a jerk. Um, and it got to the point where you see the youngest, he has powers as well. Um, and he starts going off the charts. Um, this wakes up his brother who's been like shackled. And somehow he is powers also manifest. Uh, and together they beat the crap out of dad. Um, and then he just disappears. Like no explanation needed. He's just gone. Um, then they're they kind of live a life back where they're protecting uh, his brother's arcade. Uh, Cause now there's chaos because their dad was kind of the um, overlord of these gangs and stuff. And since daddy's not around, they're like, they think they can move in. And of course they, they beat whoever's coming around. Um, but his, uh, his dad's minions, there's a couple of, uh, ladies you saw in the first um couple issues uh invite him back i forget everybody's name that's why i'm calling them lady and whatnot i totally forgot lady tramp whatever yeah but uh she's like well this is where they're kind of going to open up for another book series if this continues which i enjoyed the the art is fun this is very like street fightery like just it's like saturday morning cartoons on a comic book page to me like this mm -hmm. is what it feels like um but they're like oh we're gonna have a big tournament because of course we have to have a tournament <laughs> so uh if they right. ever do this again uh i would love to meet uh dylan burnett i want to know i want to ask him questions of uh did you use street fighter and Mortal Kombat and all those fighting games that we grew up with as your obvious, you know, which did you like better? I want to ask him what's, you know, which ones kind of really he enjoyed because this is, again, this is a fun romp. It has, there's like ridiculous, you know, it's a little ridiculous. There is some sadness in it because, you know, people are poor in here. Uh, except the overlord because he's rich but it's very this is like what current kids should be kind of getting into where a little bit of real life but there's a lot of hope in this and i, I enjoy it a lot of brotherly love um there is a very moving scene where they they get back together as brothers because you know they thought the youngest thought the older abandoned him and everything. And that wasn't the case. Um, so it's, this is definitely one of those breakfasts of um, 
give me uh give me an omelet with cheese uh add some mushrooms in there it's a nice hearty breakfast uh give me a couple pieces of bacon maybe some sausage links uh I'll, and i'll go with give me some chocolate milk with this this is this since it's very fun and the grab the uh the design, the the artistry is, you know, very like I said, Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, you know, it, it's a fun book. It's a fun book. That's cool. All right. Oh, sweet. <laughs> so, uh, this is GI Joe three hundred one, which is the first issue. Um. It even says 301st issue on it. Um, it's the first issue with image since... Well, uh, okay. It's the first Skybound one. Because it was on image briefly before, back in the day. Um, still Larry Hama. Still a real American hero. This story... Um, I love the writing. I don't know if I like the art that much. And I think it's the the color tones they're using because it has like this weird orange color kind of hue to it. Um, so it starts out just kind of telling you who the major players are. So um, uh, Hawk, Duke, um, Cobra Commander, Destro, Dr. Mindbender, who apparently is an orthodontist, um, which I found hilarious. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, wow. Baroness Sebentor Khan, who they specifically keep saying Sebentor Khan versus Sebentor. Um, but uh, so there's like a a plane with Duke and um, uh, what the hell's his name? Somebody else is in there. And they're flying, and it's going down over Cobra Island, and the other Joes are in the back of it with all the the uh uh like all the trucks and everything. And on Cobra Island, Sebentor is like, "Yeah, we're gonna turn this bomb on, and the bomb will basically turn everybody into zombies." And Doctor Mindbender's <laughs> like, "Why would we do that?" <laughs> He's like. Because we want to have a great new adventure. And he's like, I'm leaving. And he's like, no, you're not. So um, it's very interesting to, to watch everything kind of go nuts. Um, also, like, there's other Joes on a hovercraft, which is awesome. Uh, and they're all like, you need to get away from Cobra Island. So they all, you know, get away from Cobra Island. Um, the uh, is the hovercraft? One of them has Cobra Commander uh, in there as like a, a prisoner. And um, and Snake Eyes' dad is there too. And Cobra Commander tries to get out and he kills Snake Eyes' dad. And um, oh, that, I think that was on the that was in the, the hovercraft. That's where that happened. Because then Cobra Commander leaves on a jet sled. 
jet sled. Not jet ski, jet sled. Uh, <clears throat> so it's interesting. Um, the bomb goes off. And, uh, you know, everybody's like, what the hell? And Cobra Commander's trying to run past it still. And all of a sudden you look in, in Cobra Island and everybody's now basically a zombie. And um, he's like, it, it, it's bent towards like, I have this intense, intense urge to rip living flesh off bone and devour it. Um, he's like, but I'm still me. I'm not sure. Some mindless criminal monster. Um, so it's, it's interesting that now they're going to be like fighting zombie Cobra in the first storyline back. <laughs> uh, but there's a really nice Larry Hama storyline in the back where they thank, you know, Marvel, they thank Devil's Due, they thank uh, IDW, which was really cool. Um, I, I think this is a good jumping on book. Like if you're a, if you're a G.I. Joe fan and you've never read a G.I. Joe comic book, it at least catches you up to where they are. Um, and, uh, like in the back couple pages, they actually give you like a little bit of a, like who is who, um, like the like Zartans in there and, um, Don Moreno, who's like the, the lady, the lady snake eye or yeah, snake eyes, um, actual snake eyes, even though it's dead and then reborn snake eyes, storm shadow, like they're all listed in here, stalker. Um, so it's kind of cool. Um, I really enjoyed reading it uh, as a you know old school Joe guy. Watching the cartoons was a lot of fun back in the day. So um, I'm gonna give this like a big bowl of warm oatmeal with raisins and a large coffee, black. And <laughs> and dry toast because that's wow. that's the Joe way to have breakfast. So, oh, or steak sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, but it was it was very good. I I enjoyed it. Like I'm not in love with it because I I wasn't a big Joe fan. Of, like I haven't read a lot of the comics. I know what happened in a lot of them because I have a lot of friends who do read them. But I've just never been a huge Joe fan um, of the comics. I like the show, the cartoon a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I remember going to see the movie in the theater when I was a kid with Cobra. La, 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 la. Yeah. Um, like the, the beat, the, the, how they created Sebentor movie or no, oh, sorry. Yeah. Sebent. It was, it was, the, Cobra it was the Cobra law. law. Yeah. Yeah. Law. It was how they turned Cobra commander into a snake a snake. And then later I'm he still becomes like for that a figure, by the way. If they ever put out that him as a figure is that way, which they never have of him as a snake, as a snake. Okay, I was going to say I, they they did make him in the post snake semi human form with the the cooler mask that I like, um, where it looks more like Vader almost looking mask. Okay, uh, with this, I, which I was like the that was the dragon fire era. Um, I'll try to find. He a still had it. arms. Did he still have arms? Well, he had arms. Like his arms came back. Like he, they used Dragonfire to try to turn him back. Like somebody did. I think it was Baroness and Destro tried to. And when they did it, he turned into like a snake man. Yeah. Like you know, so he was like all still scaly, but he was at least humanoid. Yeah. Um, But it was it was very good. That was like 
I think that was like around the end of Joe for me. Like, and then I just yeah. kind of get out of it. Um, and I've never been like a heavy military guy, but uh, I always respected the shit out of them. Um, so, yeah. you know, it, and it was always cool. Cause I was always like my military friends. I'm like, do you get a GI Joe nickname? Like it'd be, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be way cooler if everyone got Joe nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, it would be cooler. Um, <laughs> so, but it was, it was very good. Uh, I do recommend it. Go check it out. It's in stores today. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, Cat Wolf and the Howling Commandos. This is uh, number two. Uh, we leave off from where we left off from number one. Uh, Cap got scratched during the this initial Nazi wolf uh, cap, uh, soldiers that are werewolves attack the Cap and the Howling Commandos. Um, and then he gets turned into Cap Wolf. Um, Cap Wolf! Yes, which I love. They This is secretly one of my favorite versions of Cap and people were like, why? I was like, because he's a werewolf wearing Captain America outfit, of course. So, <laughs> and uh, they're sitting there, they're trying to figure out what to do. Uh, he's telling them, I don't want to hurt anybody. You have to kill me. <laughs> um, as they're discussing this, the their friend, the French spy or attache uh, shows up and tries to kill Cap. Um, and they're like, Hey, uh, no, he's, he's one of ours, you know, um, as they're talking and trying to figure things out, uh, the Nazis go and collect their troops that turn back into humans. Uh, one of them, uh, regains consciousness and tells the witch and the other, um, command, uh, commanding officers, uh, hey, we saw Captain America, um, and the witch loses her mind. She's like, you have to kill Captain America so we can use his blood to make the, the ultimate werewolves. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so uh, they go out and they send out more uh, werewolves at, the, at night. Um, it's a nice transition. I like that where this is going. You never really get to see a lot of Cap back in the day um, during World War II, like battles, and you, you always see flashbacks, you know. Uh, but this is definitely one of those because um, he's still very early in there because they're always like, well, you're just a propaganda piece, and he's trying to prove that he is not a propaganda piece, that he is who he says he is. Um I'm really enjoying this so far as a fan of Cap Wolf. Um, I'm looking forward to where this is going. Uh, give me a good solid scrambled eggs uh, with some salsa in it to spice it up a little bit. Um, yeah, what else would I put with this? Spicy eggs. Spicy eggs. And... Uh, let, let me get all the meat around it there too for, for the cap wolf there. Just give me some slab of roast beef, uh, some sausage, and some bacon. Just have a nice, nice protein heavy meal there for breakfast. I was unaware that 
um, that roast beef was a breakfast meat. I don't think I've ever had roast beef as a breakfast meat. Never during a brunch? Never. Oh, oh. you don't know what you're missing. I've only ever had <laughs> eggs, steak, sausage, bacon, ham. Well, if you had steak, how bad is how can you not say no to a nice juicy slab of roast beef? I'm I'm not saying that I would say no. I'm just saying I've never personally <laughs> like hearing roast beef in a breakfast comment is not like that's not just this is how not that's something I I I, I think it's also I think it's an Italian thing too. Okay. Just to say that because you know, when whenever I had it, it was always at an Italian uh restaurant. Hmm. And that you always get a little bit of different kind of thing going on. With yeah, it, yeah, no, so. it's it's fine. I just I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, I've never heard I, of that, so. You have to come down where I am, and I will take you to brunch, and you can have some roast beef. Fuck yeah, I will. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I do love me some a roast beef and b breakfast. So yeah, yeah be good. All right, my last book is The Deviant Number One. Uh, by James Tinian uh, and Josh Hickson. This book is weird. Um, I think it was one of his Substack books, to be honest. Um, so it 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 starts off like where people find, uh, or like they ask this dude like, "Hey, like what's going on? Like you seem a little weird. It's at like Christmas time," and then, um. They go back 50 years and um, this lady's like, oh, I forgot my keys. So she goes back in the mall and then she hears some kind of noise over by the Santa. And you find the guy who was playing Santa has now been killed and is sitting in the um, the, the the Santa throne. Um, and then some other guys find the guys who are the kids who are elves tied up and decorated like a Christmas tree uh, while being gutted uh, naked. And um, yeah, so that the cops go and look <laughs> for it and they find this weird slender man, Santa guy. Uh, and then they think it's this one guy. So the guy from the beginning who was kind of having a weird day um, is interviewing the guy who they think is the, the Santa guy. And, uh, the conversation gets very interesting. I'm gonna let I'm gonna leave it to that so you guys read it. Um, but it was very, um, it was it was very like counter psychological. Like you would think that it would be about the guy asking questions and then the the criminal answering the questions, but the guy's just kind of like standing there and the criminal's like, "What do you? Why are we here? What are you doing?" So, um, and then, uh, it flashes back to like the little kid driving by the the killer's house. Um, and they called him like the deviant Santa or something. And then his, uh, partner, boyfriend picks him up. Um, and he goes, he picks him up from the prison. He's still like kind of weird. Um, and then they just show a, another guy who just got done being a, a Santa elf in the mall, and he's like bird bathing in the bathroom sink 
and he hears a noise and he looks out and it's the the slender man santa guy with an axe and just says to be continued um i really like this book because it was very like it's like partially like serial killery partially um like it almost felt like a true a true, true true crime drama plus um santa claus and i i love when you mix santa and christmas into something super evil because i just think it's personally i just think it's cool to to like counteract all the happiness um just to bring people down a little bit but in, not in a bad way but it's it, whatever i'm maybe i'm just fucked up um so <laughs> i'm going to give this oh man i'm going to give this a giant plate of cookies um a big glass of milk and a small bowl of fruit beside it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh, it's freaking weird. And I think a lot of people will like it if they pick it up. So if you like weird true horror stuff or horror, like kind of mystery type stuff, slightly sci-fi. Um, Cause I don't know if this dude is like real, real or if he's supernatural yet or, you know, if he's, if the dude that was the criminal somehow got the dude who was interviewing him to become the new version of that guy, I guess we'll find out. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Check it out. It's uh, The Deviant. I was going to say, <laughs> at least it's not like the uh, the trailer for the uh, new Terrorizer came out for Christmas. Mm. It's creepy. <laughs> Nice. Uh, Immortal Thor, number four. Uh, this lead, this uh, picks up where it left off from last issue. Uh, Thor goes to seek for Storm, and he summons <clears throat> her using his ravens. Uh, she is not happy about this because, of course, this is in the middle of the fall of X stuff going on. Um, but he's like, I need your help. Uh, she's like, She's hitting him with lightning, and he's just kind of like, you you know, this isn't like doing anything to me, right? You know, I'm, you know, Lord of Thunder, you know, uh, no. And she's like, well, you know, I can do more than that. I control weather. You just control lightning, and, you know. And he's like, well, I control more than that, but I need your help to do uh, defeat uh he's still like i guess the the old thunder god is coming back so he's he's trying to prep and get ready so uh he finally gets her to hold on to milnir uh so there's storm in her thor outfit and she's like don't you need this he's like i have my own powers um uh, you know so um and then he summons Beta Ray. He gets Milnir and he gets his powers back. Uh, Loki touches the hammer as well and he gets uh, the power of Thor. So uh, you're getting this old, the old uh, Thunder God comes back and he's facing not just Thor himself, but the Thor core. Ooh. Uh, 
Yes. The it's Thor like, core. Thor core. So uh, this looks, it's, I like this. This was very like action y. It was really good to see them all in their outfits. Um, Al Ewing is a master at storytelling here. This, I cannot praise him enough whenever he is on his game uh, with characters. He did it with Immortal Hulk. He's doing it with Immortal 4. Uh, I think whatever book he works on next, uh, you have to put the word immortal in front of it. So it's a good book. Only, <laughs> only immortals. It's, it's only immortal immortals. whatever. It's whatever character. I, may I make a suggestion for next year is do Immortal Wolverine uh, and make a really kick-ass Immortal Wolverine book. Uh, but this is fun. Uh, this is what, this is definitely, if you were disappointed with Donny Cates' Thor run this past, you know, the last run here, uh, these first four issues of this Thor volume you will love. Uh, this brings him right back um, to, you know, being the hero, uh, using his head a little bit more. He still has the Thor, uh, was it Thor Force, I guess you want to call it now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, you know, it's whatever you want to call it. I still call it the Odin Force. I'm sorry. It's just, you know. Um, but it's cool where he's putting in all the everything you love about Thor, he is putting in this. Uh, I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Give me a solid, give me a Belgium waffle with lots of strawberries and raspberries on it. And you put some whipped cream on that sucker. You know, you want mm. that that nice big one because I feel like this is like, you know, uh, it's everything you want in a Thor book. So uh, Thor fans, please go check this out. Uh, and it, the art is beautiful. You know, like, again, I think this is Alex Ross covers. Yeah, if I remember. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so the the best team in Marvel, in my opinion, is Alex Ross doing the art and Al Ewing doing the writing. <laughs> Seems to be a, a awesome collaboration that needs to happen more often. So uh yeah, hold on. All right. So I found the Cobra Commander thing. Uh all right. Since since I got you thinking about it, yeah, <laughs> that one. Oh, that weird outfit. Okay, yeah, I like that outfit. That's kind of like the like the He Man when they tried to make He Man like futuristic and crap. Oh, where they sent him into space, like into yes, space with in the, the ponytail. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. That'd have been about right. That'd have been around the same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. when that, that's when creators got lazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what happened there, right? Uh, all right, which shall we start? Uh, off with do you want to do the the trailers first, or should we leave those for last? No, we'll do, do the, the trailers. We'll do the trailers first because then we can because we can't really spoil anything out of that. 
Yeah, um, that's true. That's so, so we're going to talk about the spoiler for Madam Web real quick. If you haven't seen it, you should. Um, yeah. It was very, very interesting. Um, yeah. It actually looked way better than I thought it was going to, which was also good. Um, yeah. But I thought it was interesting, like the, the characters they're using for it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, These are and also like the fucking the lit like the the actresses in this movie are like top notch. So Sydney Sweeney is going to be Julia Carpenter. Um, Emma Roberts is Mary Parker. Isabel uh, Merced is Anya. Uh, Anya Corazon. Dakota Johnson is Madam Web. Slash Cassandra Webb, uh, Adam Scott, which I think is hilarious, is going to play Ben Parker. Um, <laughs> Celeste O'Connor is Maddie Franklin, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, the so so they have not said who the hell is her name. Uh. Now she wouldn't be. She, yeah, maybe. Um, Zosia Mamet. Um, they have not said who she will be. Um, and Jill Hennessy is listed as beautiful woman. So, <laughs> which is I, really funny. Fair, they're yeah. all beautiful, so it's kind of like, right. I mean, I really? mean, they did, yeah, like, <laughs> you know, there's still stuff that's not not done in here yet. Um, yeah. so. That so the villain though is gonna be Ezekiel Sims, played by Tamar Rahim. Um which is odd considering he's technically not a bad guy. Right. In the comics. So, so in this it's almost like they took him and made him into Moreland, right? So <clears throat> Moreland and, and and Ezekiel Sims and Moreland have fought each other. Uh, but Moreland is the guy who is killing the spider totems in the first Spider-Verse book, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the whole reason for the Edge of the Spider-Verse is, or for the Spider-Verse book is because he is going around killing all the different Spider-Men, and that's how the Spider-Verse worked. In the comics, originally, that's how it worked. Yeah. Um, not in the movies, obviously. So I'm... Kinda, I'm kind of intrigued. This is co- yeah, yeah. Like, like it's interesting because, like, you see some of their costumes in here. Yeah. So you have you. So you have a Maddie Franklin Spider Woman. You have a Madam Web. You have an Anya Spider Girl. You have Julia Carpenter Spider Woman. So, and then you, ha- you know, and then you have the Parkers. You have a, a Ben and Mary Parker. So. Is this because I'm pretty sure this is a Sony movie, right? Yes. Okay. This is Sony. So in the Sony verse, so this would be in the same universe as like Venom, right? Yes. And Morbius. So there, and right, 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 right. So there's no Peter Parker yet. Yes. Um, in that universe. Yes. So it almost feels like this is their like ultimate universe, almost. It's either my theory is this like watching it and watching a couple of the guys on YouTube. Um, shout out to Comics Explained, 
for those who never watch him on YouTube, watch him. He is a super knowledgeable dude. Um, but uh, from what he is describing, from what some of these other guys are describing, this could be the intro of uh, Tom Holland coming over to the Sonyverse. And maybe um, by, of course, this is again kind of going to uh, the Spider Verse because uh, we don't know how the end yet because part two comes out what next year? Yeah. So part two comes out. Um, so this could be a Tom Holland Spider Man being thrust into a universe where the other Spider. People, people, spider totems, yeah, spider people, totems, companions, or all females. Um, you know, maybe you know, you you may get a shout out from Toby Maguire. Yeah, it, like we don't know. It's, well, it's also really vague. <laughs> also, Ezekiel Sims is the guy who put Silk in the room mm-hmm. and, and locked her away. So. I almost want to say that this is we're going to get silk out of this for sure. Mm-hmm. At least I can see that being like at the end. Um, I'm I'm just really excited about it because like we're seeing a whole bunch of spider women like we haven't seen that yet. And we still yeah. don't have a Jessica Drew like yes. at all. So she might actually be beautiful woman like <laughs> who knows. Yeah, but then um, is that before or after MCU Jessica Drew? Uh you know right so out. if we even have that so yeah. if it even actually happens so i'm i'm really excited for it um i thought it actually looked very good i was gonna say this looks <clears throat> choreographically pretty cool you yeah. know uh yeah i like the special effects look solid yeah um, and i i like the whole like where she's like freaking out like i think i'm seeing the future yeah type thing. and i was like yeah that's a really cool like to hear that phrase at all is yeah. very cool for this concept of a of, yes. a, of a movie. So. And I like the 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 back and forth where her eyes are like spider webs and stuff. Mm. That is a cool thing. I I was like, okay, cool. Um, yeah. I just hope let, let, let's hope it comes go somewhere. I I want to see what this is about. Uh, I need to see more. You yeah. know, which I guess for the te- teaser trailer, that's what it's supposed to do. So. Yeah. We'll see how we so where it goes. I am excited to see black and white Spider Woman. Uh, you know, nostalgic Julia night. Carpenter. Yes. Yeah. Because she's the Spider Woman that I remember off the bat from the old, old Iron Man animated series. Force the Force Works cartoon. Yeah. Yes. Because that's basically what it was. It was West Coast yep. Avengers slash Force Works. Yeah, but they never say that because it's right. just like it's Iron oh. Man and his team. But also in. The um in the spite not Spider-Verse in the um yeah in Spider-Verse the comics, Madam Webb eventually dies mm-hmm. and Jessica or Julia Carpenter takes over. Yeah. And then she gives the black suit to Ariana Aranya Aranya Aranya. And so I'm curious to see how that's going to play out because they have some pretty big names playing these people. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see how it all plays out. I'm 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 cautiously optimistic about this Sony Spider movie. Yes, because yes. 
I am n- I'm still not a fan of the Venom movies, so we will see. Yeah. 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 We'll see. All Thanks. right, now we're going to we're getting into spoiler town. So if uh <laughs> if you don't want to get spoilers, then have a good holiday. We'll see you after Christmas. Uh, Maybe. Don't do anything stupid. Manage your yeah. risk, people. We want to see you alive. Buy we're, a comic. Worse, worse comes to worse. If you guys still don't get enough of us, I could do a solo thing on my YouTube channel or my Facebook Live. You guys can always find me on all the socials. I I will do it like a quickie review, I'm sure, a couple days if John does not. You know, so. I would... I and I just prefer you coming into the store, try to find, try, play. Where's John? See which store I'm in, and then come <laughs> in and and talk to me about comics and, and give me high fives. That's it's <laughs> my world. So, so, all right, spoiler town. All right, uh, we're gonna talk about Loki first. So, because I think that's the easier of the two. Because we kind of were talking about Loki before. Yes. Um. So, I I kind of love and hate this last episode. Um, <laughs> because, like, the rest of the season felt very, like, where the fuck is it going, right? Like, it yes. was not very good. Like, I don't say it was very good. It just was very Confusing. convoluted. Mm. This episode Which... was awesome, though. Like, mm. it was... Um, you know, it was everything that the season built up to be. Um, yes. you know, I, I really the part that really I really really love is from the very first ep- like the clip where they go back to the first episode where he becomes a deviant or a variant for the first time, and he's sitting there getting interviewed by Morbius or more. Oh, why am I saying wow? Morbius, Morbius, woo! I am really <laughs> tired. Can't tell. Um, so he's talking to Mobius. And he's getting interviewed and he's talking about how he wants to be a king on a throne. Like that's his whole purpose. That's his glorious purpose in life is to become a king on the throne. And then at the end, you know, when he finally figures out how to fix the problem, he becomes that. But not only does he become that, he becomes the world tree. He becomes Yggdrasil. Yes. Like, and that to me was like, holy crap like they really wrapped all of his history together into a nice package but for me like the thing that still bothers me is i i prefer loki when he's a villain and that's just how i am so you and pretty much (laughs) i want to say half the people that i talk to about this is they are like I didn't get it. I didn't like it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, Whoa. I liked it. I, I yeah. liked it. But well, they, they said they didn't like it because Loki is not the big bad. Loki is not doing the evil things. And I'm like, but you do realize also Loki. Again, this is a but variant that, of Loki. That's this not isn't... what I'm saying, though. What I'm saying is mm-hmm. I enjoyed him as a good guy. Yes. I prefer him as a no, villain. No, as a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's a little a different. Of, a, a lot of people different. prefer. They're like, "Look, he's a. I want him as a villain. I don't want him to, anything else." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "I I understand it. Good villains are hard to find in the uh, Marvel universe. Loki happens to be one of them. Um, 
but he's also a really complex character and i really enjoyed how they went complex mm-hmm. and i like that this variant who started out as i'm a conqueror i want to be a conqueror and now he even though he didn't take the same route as his 616 counterpart that died at the hands of thanos this one also came around to realizing that there are things bigger than him and mm-hmm. You know, it didn't have anything to do with him, his relationship with his mother, Thor, or anything like that. This was coming into his own through this, and I, I like that. I like that that growth. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I like, I, I like the fact that this keeps the multiverse alive and doesn't destroy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with the Kang stuff. I, it, that's, I thought it. So with that, I think that they wrote it in a way that they can now continue with Kang if they want or go a completely other direction. Yes. And that's what I loved about it. It was like the Mm -hmm. most beautifully on point thing they needed right now. Yes. So. And I have to say, this is where the special effects looked beautiful. Yeah. him Him taking all the the tendrils or the connecting everything and turning it into a beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. It was moving. I love that. My wife loved it. And she's not even a big Loki. She doesn't like the Loki series. She was like, she's like, I thought that was a beautiful representation. I was like, I agree. Yeah. So it's, I thought it was a great finale. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. I just like, I'm like her though. Like I really didn't like the show overall, but I really enjoyed this. Like, I didn't hate it. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. didn't hate it. I liked it. I just didn't love it. Yeah. So. Well, I, I think my wife compared it to Doctor Who. She's like, this feels like Doctor Who. It does. Thing. It does. And I'm like. The second like, season it, very specifically yeah. does. Yeah. 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 I was like, it feels like it. I was like, I get that. I'm like, and I'm not a big Doctor Who fan myself, as you know. And, you know, I'm not. I respect it, but it's not my cup of tea. Um, but yeah. I think that's with that's with anything though. Someday you'll find the gonna, doctor that's right for you. I, if they give me punk rock doctor, I'm down. But uh, <laughs> I mean, there there are some that are pretty fucking heavy, dude. Like, oh, I'm sure the war doctor but, might be your doctor. John Hurt <laughs> being like, oh, I'm in a leather jacket. <laughs> but it's it's awesome because you. This, like you said, it opens Secret Wars is kind of back on track. Um, opens, you know, we can still have X Men, we can still have Fantastic Four, we can still have all the stuff that all us quote old white guys want, you know, you know, because <laughs> that's all I've been hearing like right. the past two weeks. Right. And I'm sorry, I even told my wife this. I was like, I feel ashamed to be a white. Uh, a white guy nerd because I, I I don't want to be part of that negativity and the nastiness and uh, oh well all right that's a great segue <laughs> into uh, talking about the Marvels yep. so um fuck all those guys because <laughs> <laughs> this I so I really enjoyed the movie it was an hour and forty five minutes long it was almost all action. Mm-hmm. The couple non-action scenes were straight out of the books. 
including the the planet of the singing people mm-hmm. um Although the amount of flurkins the... were a ridiculously cool even though i'm allergic to cats it was hilarious um <laughs> i thought the balance between the three were very good because it was like so C- carol is now less militant in her mm-hmm. uh overall being she's like got a little more flavor to her yeah. um miss marvel they i i love that they keep like basically being like shut up kid we got to do this like shut up and pay attention yeah. you know and she's yeah. kind of fangirls the whole time and then photons like the middle right yeah. she's like the middleman for all this stuff mm-hmm. um i really thought they did well with that i thought that the villain was okay but anytime I... you use an accuser it's really hard to do it right but I thought they did well enough with it to drive the point of the plot over. I I do agree with, I understand we want to do diversity. I'm cool with diversity in pretty much every way. It wouldn't have hurt to just kind of keep the bad guy like the original. In the no, he's dead I, though. And actually this is a different, so the original, like Ronan's dead. He died. No, no, it's not who that's not who the the current that this last villain was supposed to be. This last villain who was supposed to be is actually a male. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. And they they gender swapped. And I probably wouldn't have a problem that they gender swapped, except they did the bare minimum for makeup to make them look badass. It looked like they looked like a soccer mom with a grill. <laughs> That's all that, it looked like. That to part me. I will tell you, I will agree with. I, yeah. I, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. a dude. Yeah. I mean, I understand we want the, the girl power, but that's what the Marvels were supposed to be part like girl power overcoming the odds and the men and all that stuff. I get it. Um, and it's not a well, push narrative like people were saying, oh, this is more MCU stuff. Look, these characters existed well before these movies were made. Um, yeah. And, and anybody who says otherwise, you do not pay attention oh, to Oh, Darben was the character, the main villain in Avengers Galactic Storm. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. I like because some people were like, well, why didn't they just use Ronan? And they were like, we're like, well, he's dead. He's vaporized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only, you like... know, the only thing I don't think they did well enough. They did okay with it, but they didn't they didn't really push her backstory, like the whole Carol becoming the annihilator. Yeah. Like, thing. Like that was very glossed over. But it yeah. did it in a way where it made sense to do it. But I like as a Carol fan, I'd like to see more of it. Yeah. Um, so I thought, or that... you could have made it part of some of the random areas, that, other random parts of the movie. Yeah. Or other movies, you know, yeah. where you know she's missing and stuff, and you'd, mm-hmm. you'd be like, it could have been a a mid credit scene, and that right. would have told a lot more than just we're gonna jam that in there somewhere and that's why they hate her and stuff like this and i'm like i'm like oh lazy writing 
kind of like uh, yeah but i again but, though i think for the hour and 45 minutes like yes, there was not yes. a lot of there was not a lot of filler um no no and and the special effects looked great everything yes. was good i had yeah. a blast i had a lot of fun um i came out smiling and i yeah. liked it so yeah. you know if you don't and i i heard like if you see it you weren't too sure about the first time. If you see it the second time, you like it even better than the first time. Hmm. So, you that. know, just to do it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess this is good because I guess the audience, like they're going with Rotten Tomatoes crap. Hmm. Uh, the audience score is going up, 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 up. It's Let's like, check. Hold on. I think it's at 70% audience, 75% audience now. It like it's it's it went up quite substantially. Holy shit! So it's sixty two percent on the tomato meter, eighty four on the audience. Yeah. So, so this is this is that case of the critics are just being jerks. Well, the, and, I think the critic I think the critics are over comic movies. I think. Yeah. So know. they're going to be jerks about it no matter what you put out. Right. at this point um the audience i'm glad to see that 84 percent because then mm -hmm. that's you know that's saying that at least there's still the interest people are still into it uh yeah. i know it's not make it's not made the worst most money ever it's you know they people were say, making the comment that it was the it's the worst marvel movie ever and i'm like i Highly doubt uh, that they're no, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Have Sorry. you seen Thor two? Yeah, Thor: Love and Thunder. Kinda. No, 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 no. Dark World, Dark World was, Dark was World. the worst Thor. Um, eh, Love and Love Thunder, and Thunder was, was bad though too. It wasn't great. Yeah. So Ant Man three but, wasn't great, but it was enjoyable. Um, Black Widow yeah. was pretty bad. Yeah. Um. There was some so if you if you go about the like the last this the, this year and last year, it's probably the best movie out of the last two years. I told someone or the other day kind of rank about uh, that. I said that this felt the most phase one movie or even phase two movie we've had in a long time. Okay. Um, I could see that. And I the other one that of this phase that I really enjoyed and I thought was very phase one or two was Shang Chi. So, um, those were my two of the, of this yeah. chunks stuff. And the next movie we're not going to get until May and that's uh Deadpool. So, yeah. uh, so I also loved at the end, it wasn't even a stinger. It was just the end of the movie of Miss Marvel, uh, come, like being in Kate Bishop's apartment. And I was like, oh, pizza dog, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> and then Kate comes in and she's like, Hey, Kate Bishop, you should, or you've been doing a lot of crazy stuff for uh, like a teenage superhero. And she's like, I'm 25. And I was like, Oh God. <laughs> so I, I really hope it ends up being the young Avengers, but I, I also have a feeling that they may use the champions because a lot of them have been in the champions too. But um uh, I am. I'm. I think we're gonna see Young Avengers now, finally, with the twins, with Kate, Miss Marvel. Uh, I think Scar's gonna replace Hulkling, um, which kind of sucks because Hulkling and Wiccan having that relationship was always like a big part of the story. Uh, Patriot, uh, and then 
we will see a Kang version that is Iron Lad. Um, because Iron Lad is a future that becomes a Kang. Um, so I'm I'm really pumped for it because I love the Young Avengers. I think they're yes. they're awesome. Um, but the actual stinger, the mid credit scene, dude. Okay, <laughs> if you don't want the spoiler, you got to go. But I'm yes. surprised it's not breaking the internet right now. Um, uh, I again, so, I think it got. Again, this goes back to the gatekeeping and the 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 negative negative that it, this is what negativity does is so we're gonna make your, we're gonna tell your movie is so shit that you shouldn't go see this awesome stinger at the end yeah right yeah so or sneak into the movie theater at the very end <laughs> if you want to see this <laughs> right so the ending um, is Monica wakes up. From Monica gets sucked into a different dimension. She wakes up and she's like, Mom? And uh, the hell's her mom's name? Maria, right? Is there Maria Ramos? Is it Maria? Yes. I think so. Maria. And she's sitting there in like a blanket and she's like, Why are you calling me mom? And all of a sudden, Beast walks in. Yes. Like CGI Beast with the lab coat, the Uh... clipboard. I liked it. I thought it looked good. I don't think it looked. I don't think it looked bad. Yeah. Do I? But do it, I, it didn't look as good as. Do I want Kelsey Grammer all done up like he did back in the Fox days? Yes. Fuck yeah, I do. Yes. But yes. because I, I will know take this, I will yeah. take this because I know Kelsey Grammer is not that spry anymore. Yes. Um, yeah. Although Frasier season two or the new, the new reboot of Frasier has been very good, by the way. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like so he comes in, (laughs) talks about Charles, and then calls Maria um binary. And then she Mm -hmm. stands up and she's got the binary outfit on. And I was like, Oh my god, I just I love binary. Like this is awesome. (laughs) And I thought it was good because like it's like she's living the Carol life in alternate universes from the comics because like she was Captain Marvel in Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange. She's binary now. So this means two things, right? One, we have a good chance of seeing X-Men. Two, we have a good chance of seeing the brood. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. really what I want. Because the brood are what makes her into uh, binary. Yes. Well, also, uh, does this mean Carol Danvers is still Cap is Captain Marvel? Mm-hmm. Uh, but are we seeing Captain Marvel in the black outfit the miss marvel like the warbird outfit yes Warbird. i don't think we're ever gonna see that and do we see rogue steal the power that would be cool to see well we might see that with maria though so Mm. or or we might see rogue steal that power from our captain marvel and maybe that's how we get rid of captain marvel from this or we bring the brood in and she does all the stuff and becomes binary and then becomes Miss Marvel and or Warbird and then Miss Marvel and then Captain Marvel again. I don't know. Um yeah. but it 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 goes up to the you know, they're definitely pushing the X-Men. Yeah. Uh thank God. Um we're waiting. Um <laughs> right. which but also, also like like now we have Loki controlling the multiverse. Mm-hmm. We have the the cosmic bands ripping holes into the universe. 
We have America Chavez that can dimension hop. And we have... um, Oh, shit. What was the other one? I can't remember what the other one was. So, we have multiple ways to to do this. So, what I think is going to happen is we're not going to get 80 Secret Wars. Right? No. 90 Secret Wars, whatever it was. Yeah. We're going to get... For that. <laughs> I think we're going to get the Hickman one. Mm-hmm. And that's... So, in the Hickman one, it basically pulled two universes together and annihilated the Ultimate Universe. Why wouldn't they use that same thought, but do this and annihilate, like basically absorb the Fox universe into this universe. And it that's how it works out. Okay. Although like that's part it. of me is kind of like, which Charles are we going to get? We're going to get, we're going to get Patrick Stewart doubtful. Like, you know, and is that why they CGI beast? Like, is he going to be younger? Yeah. And it be uh James McElvoy. And then are we gonna get I I really kind of hope we get Fastbender's Magneto because he was an awesome Magneto. Yes. So um, we'll see. We'll see. It's all up in the air. Um also yeah. I watched the trailer for the what if two season two. Um I'm excited for it because there's a lot of cool what ifs that is sprinkled in there. Um, I know it's not your, you don't like the what if. I mean, I enjoy them, but I'm like, they're kind of dumb, but whatever. But it's what if that's the whole point. I know. I, I, but you know, I, I think it's because they did it to the MCU and they didn't just do it. Right. Yeah. Like if they were doing it to like more stuff, like just, like if we got like a Spider Girl episode, I'd have been fucking pumped. If we'd yeah. have got like the 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 bad part about what if is the what if comics basically became all of the content of two thousands comics, right? <laughs> like Secret Invasion, um, like per- actually pretty much everything from um the heroes in the the Avengers Initiative forward through the Hickman secret wars, all of that stuff, all those great storylines were all stuff that came out of the what if issues. Mm. So, well, by the looks of it, this looks like this kind of picks up a little bit where it leaves off. Um, But they did tie a lot of what's going on from the end of Loki into this. Mm. So, cause he, the watcher even says, um, he says the, the what ifs are twisted. It's hmm. you know twisting of the hmm. thing. So uh, I'm excited for it because I'm a I'm I love the anime. I like animated anything. I also so don't. I think I think I, for me, I just also don't like the animation. I can it see that it's it is it is that weird cell shading to make it look realistic, yeah. and it's now stop it. Just yeah. just animate it. Just draw it. Just. Yeah. Stop it. But yeah. we'll, I'll get that when X-Men 97 comes out next year. So yeah. I I you know, I wanted it to come out this year like it was supposed to, but I will be patient for next year. 
I'm okay with it too. Next year. <laughs> I'm good with you know, good things come to those who wait, or yes. that's what they say at least. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. But uh yep. Cool. Well, I think that was uh that's I think it's a wrap on the year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we went like an hour and twenty. Well, I mean we're not doing another one for a couple weeks, so um but yeah, we'll see you guys in the new year. We might like I said, we might do an extra one the week of between Christmas and New Year's. That's let's see how the rest of the year goes we gotta show um, off our christmas gifts i think too <laughs> right um yeah <laughs> so all right cool well thanks for watching guys uh stay safe manage your risk don't uh do anything stupid during the holiday season a lot of people do uh watch out for people who are doing those kind of things mm-hmm. we want to see everybody safe and sound in the new year um yes. And, uh, you know, go support your local comic shop, whether it be on local comic shop day or every day or just new comic book week or new comic book day every week. Um, go support. doesn't have to be ours, but it's got to be somebody, um, you know, and we you don't have to buy the biggest, most expensive thing. Go to the right. go to the cheap bins. Yeah. Find Big. some stories, man. Yeah. You know that what did Stanley say? Like when people are like, how do you get into comics? Like, you read it. So <laughs> exactly. uh, go go find one, pick it up, read it. It's gonna be a yep. good time, I promise you. Um, and if you need suggestions, find one of us. We'll we'll help you out. So yep. yeah, if you happen to be in one of our stores. So, but thanks a lot, guys. Say, be safe for the holiday. Have a good Christmas. Have a good Thanksgiving, um, and uh, or whatever holidays do. And you you choose to. There's there's observe. a lot of them. There's yep. a lot of them. They all happen to be around the same time, but, you know, uh, but yeah, so uh, have fun with that and uh, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Thanks. Later.